Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. It's impossible to talk about authenticity without going into spirituality and deep aspects of psychology. But in general, I'd say, as a rule of thumb, try it on. If life is calling for a different kind of quality from you than you're used to showing up as, try it on. Try it on and see if it fits. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. It's my truth that life wants you to change, and it'll hint, prod, and push you until something starts to give. When you choose to respond to life's prodding, you have two options. Manufacturing personality traits to strategically achieve a particular outcome or pursuing authentic change. I argue that the former will only work for so long before life shows you the limit and gives you some more prodding. So reaching the result you desire will require a shift in your being, a real one. The inherent challenge here is that you don't know what you don't know. So if you've never tried on a certain quality of being, you don't know whether or not it's compatible with the real you, whoever that is. Shame prevents most people from even considering the qualities of being that will help them achieve their goals, but you have to get over this hump to stop perpetuating mediocrity in yourself and the people that you manage. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. A while back, uh, Victor wrote, doesn't this over-analysis of our behavior create false personas? If uh, I think I get what you mean. I'd love to talk about that because that's an interesting one. But Victor's going to have to unmute himself and say more about what he means. Basically, what I mean by that is I'm... A military kid, so I respond very well to very direct people, and not everyone does. So, let's say in my instance, I was a manager, and I don't think you know I'm just being myself. But a couple people view directness as something bad, and then I'm asked to change that, and I have to kind of like it seems like an over analysis of you know micromanaging my responses and every little thing to appease a handful of people. Great question. I think about where to start there. It's a huge topic and it's a great question. And um, it's a pivot point or it's a fork in the road where a lot of personal growth and spiritual teachers go one way, an authentic way versus an inauthentic way. So that's a topic I want to write an entire book about one day. Because for sure, when you start monkeying around at the level of being, there's two ways to go at it. Are you eliciting natural ways of being that flow with the moment and what is called for? Or are you manufacturing a synthetic personality 
trait in, in, to strategically manipulate an outcome. The subject of what authenticity is, is a really deep and complex one. And we're not going to have time to go into all of that. I could do a whole course on what is authenticity. But I think what I would want to say is that both options exist. And if you fabricate aspects of your personality, eventually life will give you feedback about that. And one of the tricky things about authenticity is it's hard to know what's really you until you try on something different. It's just hard to know. So certainly an over, overly mental analysis of our behavior can create an overly mental way of being. And then the result of that is a, uh, uh, an inauthentic expression of our being or less authentic. It's a really tough one to talk about succinctly because what it's it's impossible to talk about authenticity without going into spirituality and deep aspects of psychology. But you know, in general, I'd say as a as a rule of thumb, try it on. If life is calling for a different kind of quality from you than you're used to showing up as, try it on. Try it on and see if it fits. Can you define life by what you mean by that? The circumstances that you're in in any moment, the goals and dreams that you have, you know, like one of my sort of basic premises is that whatever dream or or big audacious goal you have is a sort of a trick life is playing on you to try to get you to change in some way. And the dream is the reward. So whatever is your biggest dream is, my one of my premises is that life is saying it's a challenge for you to change who you are in some way or another better way of saying it is access a deeper realer part of you that will be required to manifest that so like the example i give often is my dream of having the university of what matters for me to have to for me to be the leader or even if i end up not being the leader cuz in some ways i prefer not to be but to manifest that there are qualities of being to create alliances to hold my own with very wealthy, super powerful people, to manage large groups of people. There are qualities of being that I can look at in myself and I can say, I can see, I don't have those yet. And so when I think about this dream of mine with the University of What Matters, I end up in this conundrum. I think about it probably a couple times a week. I go, well, I really want this dream. But the me I am now, I don't think can accomplish that. So then I end up with an authenticity question. Well, is being that kind of leader, that kind of player, is that not me? Or is it me? Because that's pretty mainstream, right? I kind of, I have a kind of boutique, sort of off the beaten path, unusual sort of practice here. And I like it that way. It's me. But is there some way that Uniqueness is actually a contraction from the mainstream reality. And it's somehow an ivory tower where I'm still resenting my parents for not really listening to me. And so I've holed up in some corner of the uh, industry. Because if, I, as long, if that's true, if I'm contracting from the rest of the world in that way, well, you can't create a university like that. You got to get accreditation. And, you know, if I, it would start as a one year gap program. I'd have to 
form some alliance with an existing university and I'd have to hold my nose, at least the me I am today would have to hold my nose and wade through, you know, corporate kind of education, administration, horseshit. Do you know how many feet I can walk into a typical school before I want to die? <laughs> you know, I can smell that kind of bureaucracy at 100 yards. So is that just, is that just me or is that arrogance? That's the question. Well, and then life says, well, how bad do you want the dream? So the dream kind of pulls me in that way and says, well, maybe you could stomach some of that kind of administration bureaucracy crap in order to build a school inside that that would make it different. And I think, oh man, I'd rather wait five hours at the DMV because that's how it feels. So to me, just saying, saying, giving that as an example, what's your dream? What's the biggest dream that you have? And what qualities of being does it challenge you to embody that you don't have yet? That maybe you don't think is you. But how do you know? How do you know what's you? To me, life is always saying, a little bit more, a little bit more. Come on, you can do this. Just a little bit more. And it uses dreams as a kind of carrot. Same with mates. You know, You want the the man or woman of your dreams, you imagine what they're like and what your relationship is like. Are you someone who's capable of transacting that? Are you the dream mate for that other person? Could you be? Now, certainly, there's, that's going to be suffused with the fantasy and unrealistic expectations, but there are some expectations in there that could be reasonable. Are you as understanding, compassionate, kind, etc.? as all the things you want your mate to be. My general rule with mates is you don't get to expect or want anything that you don't have yourself. That's not fair. It's a kind of hypocrisy. Go ahead. But that's nice, Joseph. And you could, you could use that with management too. Like, are you the dream manager that your dream employee would want to have? Or are you the dream employee that your dream manager would want? Yeah, for sure. And this can go down into really micro levels. You know, it's like whatever people complain about their employees, I'm like, well, they don't follow through, they don't keep their word, and you know, they're not detail oriented. Are you? And then inevitably they say, well, I could do their job. No, no, I'm not talking about their job. I'm talking about your job. Are you doing your job as well? You know, like, oh, you're the CEO. Do you have a budget? Well, no, I'm too busy. Uh huh. Guess what? Budgeting is part of your job. Well, I'm too busy supervising them to be able to do that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Work it out. Sorry. You know, that's that's just how it is. So again, that goes back to that level of being. And again, the the being thing is really hard to look at because of that shame resilience. And most people will never look at qualities of being in themselves that they'll want to develop. On purpose. And what will happen though is life will develop it for you, right? Look at, you know, the job you lost or the divorce you went through or the death of someone close to you. What happened? It changed who you are, didn't it? it? Changed who you are. That's what I mean when I say life wants you to change who you are. Another way of saying it is life wants you to become a different person. Who happens to be you? Life wants you to become a different person who happens to be you. 
but we kick and scream. No, that's not me. I can't do that. Well, sometimes an opportunity or something shows up and it's not a good fit for you and you find out. Sometimes you get, a fired, get fired from a job that you never should have taken. Okay, you learn something about yourself. Other times the situation arises precisely because you need to rise in it. And yet how to know the difference between the two, well, that's what you spend the rest of your life trying to figure out. But I think the whole thing is a whole lot easier if you just realize that skill and knowledge are 10 or 20% maybe of whatever the growth is. Consciousness, awareness, being able to track, like we talked about before, your triggers and how they send you into funks for days at a time. That's really where the money is, metaphorically and literally. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.